0: welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode <laughs> oh man i messed up but that's fine we're gonna keep rolling we're gonna keep it rolling here and uh continued the part two part two continued coverage or not coverage but review of the last of us two last time we just did make game mechanics and sound and graphics today or in this one at least we're gonna finally tackle the story because
1: we ran out of time last time the story is gonna be all over the place we were trying to do bullet points but it's a little chaotic, so it's going to be roughly chronological.
0: Although we do have a board right here with actual bullet points to help us keep us on track. And so that we don't accidentally forget something, which uh, kind of happened to me last time. That's not a huge major point, so that's why we we're doing this properly this time. Johnny, what did you feel like opening with? Uh, So let's just get into...
1: Well, how do you feel about Abby? Okay, Abby and her coincidental...
0: Oh, so we're talking about like right in the beginning. Okay, so yes, like Abby, let's just get into it. Abby meeting Joel felt too convenient. Like, yeah, I agree with you on that. You put, is it too convenient? You put a question mark? But no, yeah, absolutely too convenient. Because we're thinking like, so we think back to like the introduction with Abby where we're going through the snow mm-hmm. and Owen leads us to the cliff and we see the town. Uh, I forget the name of the town already, but the town in the distance where they're supposed to be.
1: Yeah, so when I was playing it, I thought like, how are they going to draw Joel out of this thing? Is it going to be where... They kidnap somebody, and then the the patrols have to go out and and find the missing person. And then Joel is part of the patrol, and then there's an ambush. But it just turned out that Abby just ran into him, and I thought it was kind of lazy. Too
0: yeah. It felt kind of like, oh, there's this hurdle they have to go. We have to get the this protagonist through, and it's kind of like we don't really want to invest time into it, so we're, they're just gonna run into him and coincidentally, and then you just you know nip that whole plot not the whole plot but nip that whole problem obstacle in the bud so now it's just like you don't have to figure it out anymore here he is right there in front of you right here on a silver platter yeah and there
1: happened to be a snowstorm and then there joel and tommy were just like yeah fuck it let's go to your place
0: i mean it, it sort of works but everything just feels like it's on rails like yeah i agree with it. Not not this is it just not enough that oh you, know, you run into joel but there's also a very convenient plot point to get him into her camp into mm-hmm. you know into this i guess so it's so convenient like laid out that like even like the antagonist with like abby they kind of just like oh like okay joel's gonna kind of wander into the room in the middle of all of us like we don't even have to do anything really mm-hmm. he's just kind of here like all right and then he says his name or you know tommy says his name mm-hmm. and then it's like oh like oh shoot like oh, oh we were, we, they were like so unprepared for their own ambush like uh. yeah there's a the idea that you know these are like hardened
1: individuals and they've been in in this chaos for like 20 years right that's about 20 years and then they suddenly say their names to these strangers and people are like oh they've been in jackson for a while so now they're cool with everybody but i don't know it just doesn't work
0: for me to be fair, I feel like I'm kind of I've more I'm more of an apologist for the game than than you are, Johnny. Mm-hmm. And I kind of I kinda of understand the viewpoint where people say that like Joel would have never done that or he yeah. would have never gave his name and it's like, yeah, well, Joel doesn't give his name, it's Tommy that gives his name. And then even then it's like Tommy even in the first game kinda of comes back as more of like a less guarded character. Mm-hmm. He's kinda of a little more laid back than his brother. But, like, saying, like, oh, like, you know, this is um, Tommy, this is my brother Joel and all that. Like, to me, that doesn't seem too far-fetched just because it just, I don't think they expected a threat. Like, these aren't people who look like, you know, um, the hunters or whatever. Like, and also, like, you know, they just uh, got welcomed into this camp. I don't think they're just not used to threats in the same manner that they used to be. In this. I know that
1: seems like... But the thing the thing with me is... Joe and Tommy have killed so many people so you would expect that they know like okay we just killed your whole family or your friend or whatever so if i was joe i would constantly be changing my names and be giving fake names to random people the only people that would know my name is the people back in jackson so for
0: anybody else i'd be like oh my name is whatever you know but i mean would joel naturally think that there's people hunting him yeah like constantly yes
1: really yeah i feel that way because joel was what what do they call him a hunter
0: i think he he used to be one right yeah yeah
1: well he says he's done things he's not proud of and then you kill the head of the fireflies so that's you would kind of assume like oh yeah these people are gonna hunt me down
0: i just never felt like joel was like in a witness protection program kind of thing situation Alright,
1: I mean, I guess I guess we could let that go. <laughs> I'm kind of nitpicking, but the point is everything just felt
0: a little too convenient. Alright, well, what do you think about this next one where you said Joel death, and he you put too soon? question mark? I feel it was a little bit too soon.
1: That's really it. I wanted to spend time with Joel, and I wanted to spend time with Joel and Ellie. I know it's the incentive for Ellie to go out on her mission, but mm-hmm. I just felt like there wasn't enough time spent with them. And for people that are just playing The Last of Us Part 2, it's kind of it's not telling you why Ellie loves Joel so much, you know? Right. So if there was a little bit more time invested before that happened, I I personally would have just sort have of enjoyed the
0: game a lot more. Now, you and I were both spoiled ahead of time, obviously. But also, even before we were spoiled, we had the idea that Joel was going to die. Just because...
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with
0: Joel dying. We needed There's that emotional that. kind of, like, weight to the story. Mm-hmm. But were you surprised that it was that early? Because I was very surprised it was this early. I thought that was going to happen like near. Gatorade. I was still
1: surprised, even though I saw the leaks. I was still really surprised it was that soon because it was what uh, three, four hours into it. Yeah.
0: No. I well, for me, it was like two to three hours because it's pretty early on. For mm-hmm. me, I was actually kind of relieved in a way because I thought like, okay, we got that out earlier. The way it's kind of like when someone spoils a mo- something from a movie, but it's like, oh, it's in the first few minutes. Like, oh, it's not really. You don't spend that much time in the in the movie like, dreading that's going to happen. Whereas here, like it happening earlier kind of saves us a time. Like, okay, we got that out of the way. Let's move on with the story, kind of. That's how I saw it. Or maybe it's just the, the order of things. Because
1: when Joel dies, to me, that was the climax of the game. And you were telling me that you kind of disagree with it.
0: There's, mo- there's more than one climax, for sure.
1: Yeah, but that was like the big giant climax and then after that everything's just kind of going downhill and i'm not really like anything else that really happened in the game doesn't really hit me like that hit me and it just
0: drags well let's think about when you say climax the climax is really meant of like the culmination of like emotions and actions like here's the the emotional and like supposed to be the physical like peak of the story Mm -hmm. i feel like we get more than one of those like joel's definitely one of the early ones
1: you were telling me Abby in the theater,
0: right? Abby and Ellie in the theater, I felt was like another kind of sort of high point uh, in terms of like a climax, especially when they do the switcheroo halfway through the game. I felt like the game, was, the story was kind of like blue balling us there, where it was like, we you know you want to see what happens now, but. But no. is, it, is it a satisfactory climax? I think it would be a climax in the
1: theater, but you're playing as Abby. It's a moment you don't want to play.
0: Uh, yeah. I so. Agree well i don't know if that's true for everybody i didn't want i know i've heard some people were like completely somehow sold on abby's story and like they didn't care about Ellie's story anymore which i thought was like i don't we played two completely different games i feel that like it's for people that didn't play part one
1: right because i, I think, feel that would
0: be like a bad choice I to think play if, this game without playing part one
1: i think if this game was a standalone game and had nothing to do with part one i think it's a pretty good story so i can understand
0: somebody saying like yeah i completely sided with abby but we spent an entire game with Ellie. Yeah, yeah, and Joel and yeah, I yeah I disagree. It's not always the only climax. There's technically three I can think of. The one you mentioned here with Joel's death, mm-hmm. the fight in the theater with Abby, and then again the final fight way at the end on the beach. Those are the three major. It's weird to have for a game to have or a story to say that it has three more than one climax. But those are the three major like basically the heavy emotional here's the clash here's like the confrontation between these two opposing forces what kind of emotions you get at the last scene for me it was if you remember that part where abby and abby i'm sorry ellie gets the upper hand and she's basically drowning abby she has Mm -hmm. her under the water Mm -hmm. like for sure i thought this is it she's gonna kill her like but it built you up right yeah it built up with like the flashbacks to like joel like Cause remember when she gets, she's about to go away in her boat, and then she has that flashback of Joel's dead body, mm-hmm. and then she turns around, and looks at Abby, like in that kind of like, "No, nah, we're gonna finish this now," kind of thing. Cause there's like a brief second you think like, "Oh, she's gonna let her like, you know, go away on the boat," and Ellie's going to a separate boat. Remember that? Yeah. And then you get that flashback, and then Ellie turns around, it's like, "No, nah, I gotta finish this. We're gonna do yeah, this." Yeah, the flashback to me conveys like we're gonna like seriously end it right now. Yeah. And then as she's choking her, as she's holding her under the water. We get that flashback to Joel for the first time not suffering when he's on the porch with a guitar. Yeah, And that to me was like, oh, she's free of this thing now. She's free of this trauma because now she knows she can beat Abby if she wants to. She knows she can. She doesn't have that like feeling of like, I failed. Now it's kind of like I've proven in a way to myself psychologically that I can't overcome this. And that's why she has like the, she lets her go of her and Abby's like suddenly inhaling all this comes up breathing gasping because ellie in her mind has like won or conquered this demon that's inside of her
1: yeah but that memory of joel you're saying that that's why she let go she's like oh i'm, I'm free of this emotion or whatever that's how i saw it but aren't those flashbacks the same thing that are driving ellie to that point
0: yeah but this is the first time we get a, a happy flashback sort of it's not just kind of like it's not her ptsd like when she's in the barn and uh what was it It was like a broom or something hits the shedding she hears the thud and the first thing she thinks of is again joel dead on the floor do you get what i'm saying i get you i just don't because every memory up at that point is tied to her negative about joel is negatively tied to her and then for the first time she has that one with the porch on it with him playing the guitar on the porch and it's like like oh like i'm not like i've got it i've kind of gotten over this trauma sort of not completely but the worst of it, at least. But see, uh, in a different
1: conversation, you mentioned that when that thing dropped, when you got the flashback, you told me, like, oh, that's the moment when Ellie figured out, like, I have to end this or this is going to haunt me for the rest yes. of my life. Yes. So you think she just changed her mind on that?
0: What do you mean, changed her mind? Well, when Oh, she th- that she doesn't have to end it completely? Yeah. I th- I think, yeah, I think she kind of got, like, I came to do this thing. I saw it through. I almost completed it. I know I could have if I wanted to, but like I'm not gonna continue with this. Like I've done, I've done enough. I don't have to complete continue with this like cycle of violence kind of thing where it's just after what worry about Lev in the future now kind of thing. Like if I kill her, you know what I mean? Like is Lev gonna come back and kill me now? That's how I imagine Ellie's like re- line of thought. That's the cool thing about this game is like there's so many interpretations of like what's going on.
1: Yeah, that that portion I'm just not gonna agree with you because I wanted. <laughs> i wanted revenge period and i wouldn't have cared like oh well this person's gonna come after me and this one and that like i'm not thinking about that shit i just want to hey, just kill both of them in that yeah game. <laughs> just fuck it just finish it i'm not gonna be thinking about like what are we gonna be the psychological effects on me in, in the next 10 years i'm just like no nah, this is gonna fucking end right now
0: well, don't get me wrong i was completely i've all for the entire crux or the entire story i was always behind like ellie like even in the theater in the theater fight i wanted to fight that section as ellie i didn't want to be abby fighting ellie i wanted to be ellie against abby like i wanted Cause see
1: the whole game i'm becoming a monster being ellie you're probably gonna say like that's the point you're becoming a monster playing as ellie and everything is about fucking murder i don't give a fuck who's in front of me i'm just gonna slash their cut their throat etc right and then until that last scene, you know, it's just like, ah, I changed my mind. Like, it just
0: doesn't work It was, for me. it's not, no, you're playing it off too simply. It's not just, oh, I changed my mind. It's more like, oh, I'm having this realization now. I've grown now where I realize that I don't need to do this. It doesn't have to keep going. Abby has that same realization, but much earlier, where she tells her, like, I don't want to see you again. Like, she lets her live because she could have killed her. And, like, I don't think... Some people say, oh, she didn't want it to seem as like a monster to like, uh, yet, uh, Lev, like saying, like, oh, you're gonna kill that pregnant woman and kill like Ellie. He could have still like spared Dina, yeah, and still killed Ellie, and it still would have been like, yeah, yeah, you were in the right, you know what I mean? But he let them both go. and, he's like, and she's like, I don't want to see you again. I don't want to see you again. I don't think and it's
1: just, I don't think Abby had this revelation, like, oh, I need to end the cycle of
0: violence. No, it, no, no, Ellie has that. Abby, I think, is just kind of like. I'm not like I'm done with this. Like I'm just, well, I guess yeah, it's like doing shit type of thing, sort of, not not so much like that. Like triumphant kind of like oh like, you're not worth it kind of thing, but more like like the thing is I think like seeing Lev is like okay I'm ready to start like, a new chapter in my life kind
1: of thing. I think Abby is a psychopath, and her saying like oh you guys can go isn't like oh I have empathy or any of that. I think it's her emotions are just all over the place. That her emotions just change that quickly.
0: Oh yeah, she's not completely grounded. Yeah, oh, like the,
1: the part where um Are you
0: saying that because of that what was that one character where she's like you're a bad person, Abby? The the pregnant chick earlier. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like her homies are telling her, like, you're a fucking asshole. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So everybody knows like there's something wrong with this fucking girl, right? Yeah. And then the the part where um where Dina is about to get her her throat cut, right? She's about to get stabbed, right? Mm-hmm. And then Lev tells her, "Oh, she's fucking pregnant." And then Abby's like, "Good." good. That's psychopath talk, dude.
0: That's, that's not psychopath. That's more like, like, yeah, you killed my friend who was also pregnant, and like, oh, like, oh, good. Like, we're square. Like, we're equal now. Like, we're even. I. That's anger. I don't think that's necessarily like cycle. I think that's just that's just pure, yeah, but like revenge on your mind. You're just so angry. You're Like, good. It's not like, oh, I'm glad that she's pregnant. I'm glad. It's more like, oh, but if
1: Dina has nothing to do with it,
0: I mean, Abby could argue that her friends technically didn't have anything really to do with it. Although we know they did.
1: No, they were on a mission to yeah. kill yeah, they Tommy. They were all like in cahoots. Like, we're we're gonna find this motherfucker. We're gonna kill him, including that pregnant lady. But
0: did they really participate? They were just on in the what? mission. I saw it as like, oh, we're just gonna accompany you, kind of thing. The only one who really does something is uh, Nora, because she holds down Ellie. Right. I think she holds down Ellie. Right. Mm-hmm. Wait, Nora, what? The one... Oh, um, when
1: they're back uh, killing Joe. Yeah,
0: she holds down Ellie. The one guy that got, dies early on, the one that you knife in the face, that Ellie kind of scars at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Everybody else kind of just stood around, didn't do anything. I guess they were complicit if you're going to go by the legal term, like, you know, they were like an accessory to murder kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really do anything. Like, they weren't part of it. And then even then, Abby tells her like, oh, like, we let you live. Like, you wasted that, or you threw that away or something like that. You wasted it. Maybe. Okay, well, since we're talking about, I don't know her face. She's not very memorable. I forgot her name. I can't remember her
1: the name. The pregnant girl. Why is there a pregnant girl on this mission? Even so if she's talking just,
0: about now where we're playing as Abby. Yeah. Are you talking about the mission to kill Joel? Or are you talking about the mission from the stadium to the base?
1: After the stadium where Abby's talking to uh, the general guy. I forgot his name, too. Isaac? Isaac, when she talks to Isaac, she's like, I gotta go do this thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then the pregnant girl is like, okay, I'm coming with you, too. Like, they've just been talking about, they're at the base, and they're saying Tommy just killed one of their friends, right?
0: I don't know, they don't know it's Tommy, but yeah, somebody killed one of their friends, one of the ones that went on the mission. Yeah,
1: so they're discussing, like, there's this guy hunting us.
0: I don't think they know that
1: yet, is it? Did they say that? No, they didn't say it like that. Okay. But... they're expressing like the shit's getting wild like there's a lot of um there's Mm -hmm. a lot of conflict between the seraphites and now there's this guy hunting hunting them hunting people down from the wlf so they're saying shit is crazy but still they they're they're talking to their friend which is pregnant and they're like yeah you can come with us right
0: yeah that's just yeah and it's not even like dina where you can hide it it's like very obvious that she's pregnant yeah yeah i don't know they're not
1: saying like hey dude uh you're fucking pregnant and uh, if anything, you're just going to slow There's a very down. good
0: chance we're going to come across, roll up on some enemies. Like, yeah. that Yeah, that just seems weird to me. I think it, I, I agree with you. That is kind of, you put forced plot.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's a forced plot because they have to get to that point where where Ellie kills a pregnant girl. Oh, you and, have to
0: build up some kind of bond. I,
1: yeah. I get you. And a reason why Ellie has PTSD and all this. But it just feels too forced because that lady shouldn't be out there to begin with.
0: It's, that's the issue, kind of, with this game, I think, is where like someone like you're constantly in danger, and then you also have to like build up some rapport with these characters, mm-hmm. but you can't do that like outside of like dangerous situations because the game's mostly focused on like conflict, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't get moments of levity where it's just kind of like, oh, like here's a cutscene of them kind of just chilling or like having like a conversation without like the need for like something to happen, like, there always has to be like. Active conflict. Yeah. If, if the only if, time that doesn't really happen is in the flashbacks.
1: If Ellie would have infiltrated the WLF base and she was pregnant there, like in her own space, okay, fuck. Like, like Ellie. Yeah. Did, there's
0: no way you could have gotten out of that.
1: Kind yeah, of and thing. it still would have worked the same way. But the point is, she went out into the field with flickers yeah. and everything and seraphites. You know.
0: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I'll give you that one. It's. It's just. It's weird, and it's one of those things like. As I was playing that, I was kind of fixated on that. Where like I was kind of distracting all this. Where I was like, "Why is she here? Mm -hmm. Like we have enough people with us. Like we don't need you here too." But like whatever.
1: I don't know if you want to discuss some of the other characters with Abby. To me, like the guy that spits on Joe, they're not very memorable. You just I forgot.
0: I I don't even remember their names. I remember Owen. I remember Nora. I remember Nora mainly because she comes across in both stories for Abby and Ellie. See, Nora, I think
1: is a cool character as a villain, but there's no development on her. There's very no, little. No, she's introduced, then you have that ch- the run- the chase scene, and then she dies. Yeah, by the time you get to to Nora and Ellie says, "Yeah, you remember me." i'm like who the hell is this girl you know and then you realize later like oh she was part of the team that went to kill joel and
0: not only that she also realizes who ellie is in terms of like she's not affected by the spores yeah but
1: i don't feel like by the time we get to that portion i'm just like oh why do i have to do all this backtracking in my head you know
0: yeah it kind of yeah well because you're hunting down like the individual the different members of the wlf so you had to like each one up to that point with nora like half of, half of them no like a little less than half of them are already dead cuz Tommy just beat you to them mm. but uh what you're saying with uh yeah i forgot the hispanic guy's name he's he's a, he plays a big a huge part in Abby's story cuz he's like kind of like the sidekick sort of like the companion yeah of like the ai controlled character
1: mm.
0: i can't remember his name i was happy i was actually happy when he died i'm like screw this guy like you're gonna spit on Joel like oh you already you like lost all respect in my eyes like i'm done with you so then what do you think about abby having that love
1: interest do you think it really added anything to the game or was it filler Was um,
0: i felt i came out with owen right yeah i felt like abby's story with owen i think owen was kind of like there to kind of play off of her like to kind of show her like to empathize with her kind yeah i guess to see her through other eyes of other characters who to different to differentiate that abby does have like a softer side she does have like a not necessarily romantic, but a more emotional side because we get like the whole section with with uh, Owen and Abby when they're going through the aquarium when they first get there, mm-hmm. and they're kind of like oh, like oh, like there was like a family here before, like a kid or something, and kind of. Like, and then we had that shoot like that Nerf shootout scene. Do you remember that? Yeah,
1: all those moments weren't really possible without Owen, without him setting up that that museum and environment. Exactly.
0: Yeah, but and we kind of get like oh, like there's a softer side of Abby, like she's not just this hardened thug, crib, like you know, soldier chick. She does have real feelings, like she's not just always like, "Oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go out there and kick ass." She's but like, doesn't it always just feel too forced? No, I, that doesn't feel forced. Like to the
1: me. like the zebra, exact parallel to little, the giraffe. Okay, that
0: felt a little too on the nose. That was a that little, was just like you guys can like, you come oh, up Oh, with... here's another African mammal for you guys. You guys really love the giraffe. Here's a yeah, yeah.
1: That felt too like. And that was, like, Ugh. one of the very first scenes where you're supposed to empathize with her. And I feel like they ruined it because it's too similar to the giraffe. So, everything after that, I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, I know what you guys want me to feel like. I do
0: feel like the game does get hung up on making sure there's, like, parallels between mm-hmm. Abby and Ellie. Yeah. To a point where it's almost, like, a detriment to the story. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of like, okay, we've seen this before. Like, you're too hyper-aware of what's happening. You yep. know what I'm saying? I'm you throw in that sex scene, which I thought was weird to i didn't think it was weird because it's very short it's short but it's just unnecessary like what is it like gratuitous uh, what
1: is it going for I, I
0: thought i saw it as like owen's not really all in with the pregnant girl because remember he he's with the pregnant girl mm-hmm. i saw it as like like owen's like conflicted like like he really still loves abby and that's why i saw it although he could have just done that with a kiss or like a hug or something but yeah but
1: if i don't care about owen like what do i like?
0: i like owen I actually like Owen's character because he didn't, I, I never harbored, like, of all the characters that Abby's associated with, he's, like, the one I hated the least. He is, but I'm just, like, he doesn't really care about the mission, mm -hmm. like, to kill Joel. He's, like, he's not even in on it. Like, he's, like, ah, like, I'll go if you go, like, just to make sure, like, not, like, to help her, but just to make sure that she's okay kind of thing. Okay. And then even then, like, he kind of, like, like, well, maybe we should just turn around then she gets pissed off at him. Like, remember, like, oh, fine, like, I'm gonna go do this on my own. Like, she gets all mad at Owen because Owen's, like. Like, you know, this isn't really worth it. Like, you're not going to you know, feel much better about this or whatever. Of all the
1: characters that Abby is associated with, I think Owen is just like that chill dude, right?
0: He's. A, I feel like he's the most... The one you can empathize with the most. I don't know that's true, but he's the most... He is the he's a very least vanil- hostile.
1: Yeah, but he's a very vanilla character for me.
0: Yeah, okay. He's a okay, little bland. I'll, I'll let that We're- one
1: go. I'm probably just shedding on him because I really don't like... A whole lot that Abby is associated with.
0: And you know, like I I, I do like Owen though, because I like I like he's more kind of like laid back and chilling. He's like much more like playful, like with the with the foam dart thing. But he's much more I don't know. I do like his character. He's not there's not much to like, but what there is, I think shines through. He's cool. All right, I'll let that one go. You put Jesse's a great character. Jesse is dope.
1: I like Jesse. Jesse's really fucking dope. But He's cool. He just fucking dies and that's the end of it. And they mention him one more time when Ellie and
0: Dina are
1: taking care of his kid.
0: Mm-hmm. But that's it. Like, a, little, a little cute little chubby baby. I like that baby. Jesse is cool. I wish there was a little... Yeah, I kind of wish he stuck around longer. Although to me, I found it kind of weird when the the point where he goes after Tommy and it's kind of like you're on your own kind of thing I felt that that seemed awkward to me like I don't know if it's the dialogue I don't think it was awkward I think that was the right move uh, from Jesse really I don't know I felt like we needed a reason for Ellie to be on her own and that was like kind of the reason we came up with okay we're gonna have we're gonna find a reason like we don't want to kill him off yet but we need to find some other reason for Jesse to not stick with Ellie the entire time Uh, I guess I mean I'm just seeing it too seeing too much into it but yeah i think i agree with you jesse's really cool really cool character wish there was more of him though
1: all right so there's lev and yara i do like lev yara they're both cool except that they do this whole massive detour to talk about lev's mother and his relationship with her and then abby goes and tries to help lev after it was just too long is, is like I like the story that they're going with but it spends too much time with it
0: are you talking about because of Abby's section of the game where it's just all about them or it's all about levin and Yara it's
1: all about levin Yara yeah
0: I feel I, okay with that I know I like
1: the story like I like that you meet Lev and then you help each other out and you get out of this forest and then Yara has what she like what was it what was her well Yara she had this something? yeah she had this medical issue you had this medical issue. And Are I you like, talking about when her arms were broken? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Or yeah. they would say they never clip her wings or whatever? And yeah, it was arms. a
1: compartment syndrome. So I like the idea that you have to go to the hospital and then recover some things. But the portion with Lev was just too much for me. Like, where you have to go to that grass field.
0: Are you talking about the hotel part? Where you're in the giant hotel building?
1: No, no, no. With the
0: skyscraper? No, no,
1: where you oh. go to uh, this grass field and it's set on fire.
0: Oh, we're talking about after they invade the island? Yes. And then you're trying to do the escape, trying to get out and get to the shore or whatever? I
1: think it was a cool scene, but... With I'm, the horse, right? Yeah, but I'm I'm already so tired of playing with Abby that I'm just like, fuck, another fucking mission with her?
0: I didn't mind that so much. I ended up liking the Abby section more uh, the second time through the game because I played it twice. Mm-hmm. But I remember the first time as, like, Abby, I was like, I don't like Abby. I don't want to do all this stuff with Abby. Like, why are you forcing me to do this as Abby? Like, uh, like Seattle day one. Like, I don't want to do this. And, like, like, I never played a game before where I felt, like, almost, I'm not sure if lazy is the right word, but I just never felt, like. Just reluctant. Like, I don't want to do this. I really don't. Why are you making me do this in the game? And, like, I knew it was going to be a long time before I get control of Ellie again. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a chore. There you go. It felt like a chore. Not lazy. It just felt like... Uh, I do like the parts, Abby's parts of the game feel much more... Because uh, obviously you're with the WLF, so you're not going to have them as enemies as much as Ellie does. So they're forced to use like more of the infected for her section. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the skyscraper, the hotel, the giant hotel, the skyscraper building. That part was really cool.
1: That was cool. I actually, even you could though actually I feel wearing it, your-
0: even though during it, I I dreaded it because I was always on edge. Yeah, it gave me anxiety like, with the click with the clickers like popping out of the walls, like the you know crusty and stuff.
1: Let's get into the plot armor. There's another piece where they fall off a building and they happen to land in a pool, right? Is that how it happened? They land in the pool, yeah. Yeah. They're kind of absurd for a game that's so grounded. There's way too much plot armor.
0: I thought you were going to say it's absurd that a hotel has a pool on the roof. I thought you were going to say. No, but
1: <laughs> but like, just what are the chances that they fall off and they land on a pool, right? And then there's more plot armor with um, Dina. She falls off the roof, breaks through the glass. She lands on her side,
0: and she's still fine, like... Ellie, she's still fine the baby's still fine <laughs> yeah that too like her or it's, it's rewinding even before that when you're on the horse and then you hit that trip wire and mm-hmm. like knocks you both off like Dina flies off to the side and rolls over like I think she rolls over right she yeah. rolls over the side and it's like Jesus like that's a miscarriage right there <laughs> yeah
1: so there's a horse explosion when she falls on the roof she doesn't have like a miscarriage and then right after that Ellie saves her and they're just fucking continuing the game like as if nothing happened and then what else do we have? Uh, Ellie is let go of, what, two times
0: by Abby, right? When let go, what do you mean? Oh, you're talking about like to like survive? Yeah. Once, really, isn't it? Just once? There was a part in the theater. Yeah, that's once. And then... The second time, it's that Ellie who lets go of Abby,
1: technically. At the very end? Yeah. Okay. So there's that portion. And then there's Tommy. Tommy gets... I thought he got stabbed in the beginning, but I guess he gets hit with... A gun, when they right? kill Joel, right? Yeah, they knock him th- out I with thought gun. he
0: got stabbed too, and then the second, and then in the theater when he gets shot, I thought that was like a kill shot because he gets shot in the head, but it ends up being like the side of his head or like part of his eye or something. Or his ears. Yeah, because like he's that. like deformed later when you see him. Yeah, but I was... that guy, he's 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 a trooper. He's a trooper. <laughs> he doesn't get easily dissuaded.
1: <laughs> yeah, I felt like there was a little bit too much plot armor like it's okay if there was plot armor but the events that happened were just like he should have been dead or he should have
0: had broken bones the weird thing about tommy having plot armor is i don't think he's very important to the story so even if he were to die i don't think the story would have been very different it's just surprising that like they chose to save him so many times when he's not that important to the story yeah i think think tommy should have just started along with with joe I think they probably just kind of wanted, like, we don't want to put too much, like, you lost Jesse, uh, you lost Joel. We don't want another, you know, central male figure in uh, Ellie's life to also die. I think that's why they kind of saved. And, of course, Dina needs to survive because Ellie's, that's, like, kind of Ellie's levity at the end of the game, towards the end of the game. That's her, like. But, see, I think Jesse should have been the one
1: that got shot in the head and survived instead of Tommy. Tommy should have Oh, I would died. prefer that, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it would have been that. better
0: for the story. But it's I think still... I think they needed knock off Jesse though, so that you can have that happily ever after though between Dina and Ellie. Otherwise, how is that gonna work? They're gonna have like joint custody, like three between three people. Well, they could have killed them off too. But I'm saying, if I had to pick characters,
1: I think Tommy should have been the one that just straight up died. No,
0: I'll give it to you. Yeah, I would have liked Jesse to survive, but not necessarily at the expense of Tommy dying. So I'm glad that at least one of them made it. So another dep- uh the leader of the WLA another i mean yeah, isaac who gets i wouldn't say hyped up and he kind of no i was super hyped for that guy they kind of talk about him enough to the point like throughout the game where it's like who is like you're building up this mystery this mm-hmm. story of this guy like who, and then you finally meet him and you're like oh shit he looks dope he looks like he could really act his ass off and well he is, he's he's played by uh i'm not sure the voices but he's cleared all off jeffrey Wright. he's like a west world actor also from um the double seven movies with daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. So like Jeffrey Wright portrays him. Yeah. So I was really excited for it to see him like maybe torture somebody or you know he seemed like they built up like his legend like before he's introduced. Yeah. But then you only see him like twice. Mm-hmm. And then the second time like, he gets killed. Yeah. So it seemed like I don't know. I felt and I think that's like, one of the things you mentioned later on is about uh, I'm just gonna go straight to it right now, which is he said not enough lore okay Or we get a lot of we get these we get the seraphites introduced with the uh, prophet right that was the name the, the woman was it the prophet or the i think she was called the prophet right the woman or i don't know I man. remember we get like that early graffiti about embrace her love and like yeah, uh, yeah. Like, who are these seraphites like, who are these characters Look, and we get the wlf the wlf is a little more fleshed out in the documents in the game that you come across Mm-hmm. where they they used to be part of, like, the military, but they kind of splintered off into a, a different... I thought
1: the WLFs were a spinoff from the Fireflies. No. They said that the Fireflies no.
0: disbanded. But and the then... WLF existed before that. Okay. No. It, it, there's enough documents, like, when you're in this open Se- downtown Seattle part, you know, the part where you're, like, um, the only open world part of the game. Yeah. <laughs> there's enough documents where you find, like, where it mentions how, like, they are, like, a splinter group of the military that was, like, meant to contain everything. Okay. But I felt like there could have been a little more, a little more depth there, a little more information because we have all these factions. We have the Firefly, we have. Do you think it was cool how they just kind of off
1: the Fireflies? Because maybe they'll come in in part three, they'll have a giant part, but they said that they were disbanded. But that was part of the promotion. Like when you see the first trailer for The Last of Us, they show the sign of the Fireflies Mm -hmm. and you don't actually get that in the game i thought that was a you little do bit... see the
0: look you do see their logo a couple times yeah but they're just not in the game right they're not in the game yeah because they're gone i thought it was a little bit annoying and then uh i didn't really mind that because i was like okay I'm th- yeah we're done with the fireflies Let's move on i felt like i was like i'm done with-. like i didn't mind that them not being more fleshed out because i thought like yeah they're like old news
1: but see the new characters aren't as fleshed out you know if you no. get rid of one then just give me more of the next the Seraphites, I wish they were scarier. It's it's more of a nitpick, but I I wish they had more of a creepy vibe to them, right?
0: Yeah, they are definitely more like cultists than like the WLF is. Where Deadblow is very military like based, but like the Seraphites you are very like a religious cult. But like you
1: mentioned earlier, there's that lady that you're going throughout the game, and you don't really figure out what's going on with her, or do you? Well, we authority? find out later on
0: by this point in the story. She's Either dead or she's already like gone or something. So they just built it up and she's well. They just established her as like the founder of this group. Okay. But what it sounded like, like it sounded like it sounded like she was like a firefly or she was someone doing some kind of like rebellious work. So there might kind. be more to the Seraphites and Firefly connection. You think? There might be. There might be. Um, I remember there's a part where Lev talks about the how like she had writings because she was like a prophet of some kind. She had, like I imagine, it's, like her diary or journals or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But then they use them; you know, they use that as the basis of like their whole like religion, kind of. But they say, oh, but they didn't start twisting the scriptures till after she died. They say, okay, so she, yeah, she is dead then, because he says that. That like, oh yeah, they didn't start doing that till after she died, and then they started like you know killing and maiming and doing all this other weird stuff that they did do when she was alive the reason i do like the seraphites is
1: because they use a lot of uh, melees you know and the i just like the, stuff, they're
0: stealthier i like that i like the whole whistle thing i like the whole like they're more unconventional they're more like guerrilla fighters where the wlf is just straight up like soldier soldiers mm-hmm. uh, it, you do have to play differently against them no
1: the contrast is is pretty cool i
0: i love the seraphites i just wish there was i wish there was more Especially like in the, I remember like when Naughty Dog did that thing about like, oh, like here's the factions, like, you know, be, before the game came out. I really thought like we were gonna get way more. Cause I feel like you fight more of the WLF throughout the game than you do the Serif fights, at least through, uh, through Abby's section. I mean, Ellie's section. Cause you don't really yeah. see the fights towards the end. And I just see, I just see like, oh, like, even the promotional material where you see uh, Abby, uh, I'm sorry, I keep saying Abby, Ellie mm-hmm. against the tree trunk. Mm-hmm. you know it's the daytime one where she's with the guitar mm-hmm. and he goes to the nighttime where she's clutching her rifle and then you see them with the torches and yeah. it's the Seraphites like looking for her yep I thought like through the promotional material like oh we're gonna like the Seraphites are like the like obviously Abby's the main villain but the Seraphites are gonna be like the main main like force they're gonna deal with mm-hmm. and it just wasn't that way even when you go to the island as Abby the Seraphites they are technically are like the antagonists but then you also like have your wolf compatriots to kind of deal contend with yep Like, I wish I really wish there was just more certified stuff. They should just I feel like they should just save that for a separate game. And if they're not going to do like remember, I I said earlier that I feel like this game was written as if
1: it was for a story in TV that was in seasons. And they're going to discuss different factions. So I'm hoping that's fleshed out in the TV series probably will be
0: i think what it could be also is i don't know if they confirm this like maybe it's stuff that's going to be like fleshed out like the multiplayer the online multiplayer yeah that's
1: what i was about to say so they i feel like they kind of compromise the story because of the multiplayer
0: and because of the tv show they give you enough to kind of be like hooked and then like okay well like what's your appetite like later on with something else
1: but it's a compromise that's yeah what what i'm getting at and then there's the rattlers I don't know how I feel about these guys. These guys just kind of take people in and they force them to. It's like, do the will, yeah.
0: Yeah, do the work. And then they have this weird, like, not sick obsession, but they kind of like this sick thing where they also like chain up the infected. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they use them for, like, either torture, or, like to torture people or as, like, just to keep people in fear or in line. Yeah, but
1: speaking of being inf- infected, there just wasn't enough for me. Like, there wasn't enough variation in the. We had, I don't remember what the count, but all the new infected felt a little too similar.
0: Oh, we kind of talked about this like in the in the gameplay portion that yeah. there was a, was there basically like five main types of infected, the regular ones, the clickers, but it's the it's, stealthy it's, ones, the ones that explode, yeah, and then the the big ones, the heavy ones. I forgot their names. The not the shambles The shambles are the ones that explode. The what are the bigger ones called? The big ones that kind of... Bloaters? Bloaters, there you go. Yeah. And then the one super boss, though. I think they call it the Rat King or whatever. Yeah, the Rat King. Yeah, the super boss.
1: As far as lore goes, I just don't feel like there's
0: enough of it. I don't think you need that many variations of the infected. I don't think there should be this many different outcomes for what's supposed to be like a... Based in realistic like science kind of biological thing.
1: Ah, uh, no. If, well, if we're going to talk about science, you know, there's been a lot of talk about not being able to cure a fungus with a vaccine.
0: It just doesn't work like that. Right, vaccines are for viruses. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the Well, they don't call... They always call it the cure. They never said it was a vaccine. Did they say a vaccine?
1: I'm pretty sure they said a vaccine. Because well, the, what's the, the thing fungus they... is like a topical thing and you don't cure it with a vaccine. Yeah, it's like an ointment or so something. So if we're going to talk about, about it being scientifically grounded,
0: like the whole premise of the game just doesn't work you know yeah because yeah i mean for bi- for a bacteria you use antibiotics you would use a vaccine mm-hmm. for yeah you're sorry fungus you would use like the the what do you call it the stuff where you put for athlete's foot or something creams yeah, <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah. so so That's fair. i think That's fair.
1: i think they could have done more variation you know with this fungus thing okay uh, but the hospital portion I really loved because I was picking up documents and there's doctors talking about, like, there's more below and we can't let them get out and people don't know what's going on. And that was the kind of lore I was looking for. But it was just far too Unlimited for me.
0: I think the problem is that unless you actually read every single document you come across, you're not going to get as much lore. Because I feel like the, the game kind of has, like, here's the main story beats. Here's the main points. If you want the lore go through all the documents and i think a lot. Of, i think for me or or in you to an extent like we wanted the lore to be fleshed out without having to read it
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lot of games kind of do that though there's other games where they had like the audio logs you find you know like that i wish there was
1: more of audio logs there's a lot of games where i, I just wish they had those logs like that you know you could put it because you saw the girl with the psp so obviously they have the tech like oh, i'll just pop this in you know hmm I don't no, really a, like picking up the PSV though Johnny. But yeah, I got you. Yeah, got you. I said PSP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that for not enough lore, and then <laughs> it just the board just fell on Johnny. <laughs> All right, it's just a whiteboard.
0: Yeah, it's not heavy. He's he's fine. He's fine. What was I? I see something more to the bottom. now that we talked about was the well, a game about revenge is only fun if you actually get revenge. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Okay, I partially agree with my own statement. Well, of course you <laughs> agree with your own statement. <laughs> it would be weird. No, of did.
1: course. No, but I'm saying, like, I don't fully
0: feel like, oh, it always has to be. You don't work. feel as strongly now as you did when you wrote it. Yeah, yeah. But you still feel.
1: Well, if it's a plot about revenge, is that's it gonna... really
0: about revenge? Yeah,
1: that's. Well, one. That's mm-hmm. Ellie's, Ellie's motivation, right? Yeah, one was a story about love, and it was hate. Is the right?
0: theme about revenge? Is the theme the central theme of the game revenge? Yeah, I can't think of any. Or is it about letting go, Johnny? No, it's about revenge.
1: <laughs> You're so. No, because I look. I'm gonna get full satisfaction if I get that revenge. That seems too me.
0: simplistic, though. If yeah, it's just about revenge. But like, okay, for my for the we're not of... really learning or gaining anything from this. Then, but
1: for the sake of my emotions, I wanted to come to fruition you know that's like the ultimate payback there's no coming back from that and that's where i get ultimate
0: satisfaction out of the revenge plot what do you think about when people say and talk about the game portraying the, portraying revenge bat as bad through the through the scope of the cycle of violence what do you think about that do you feel like that's a cheap cop out or do you feel like is it legitimate see i think that's too simplistic for me it's like that's okay. more simplistic than just simple revenge
1: yeah yeah, like, Revenge, you're giving me, a, I know how it sounds, but <laughs> you're giving me a story about Revenge, I want to complete that cycle, but you're telling me, like, no, you can't have it, although, for the whole game, it's, you, it's about you, killing.
0: It's not that you can't have it. Okay, there is a thing that's weird about this game, is where, I forget the word, for, I think it's ludonarrative, I heard of this ludonarrative, uh, was it Ludo narrative? dissonance or something like that, mm-hmm. where the story in the game doesn't match the gameplay of the, of the game. Exactly, yeah. Where it's like Ellie can kill all these soldiers and all this thing. But they're like, oh, I'm not going to kill this one person. And it exactly.
1: cuts The person that is your incentive to kill all these you other people. You had less
0: incentive to kill the people you did kill, but you still killed them anyway. Yeah. Whereas now you're at this point where I agree that the game does have this weird problem with that. And
1: those people are probably more innocent than the person that you're chasing, you know? The yeah, because sometimes they're literally just
0: here. patrolling. Yeah,
1: they're yeah. just chilling. That person may have never killed anybody, but you're still like, oh, you're in my
0: way. Well, what do you think about when people say like you chose to do that? Because you can get through the game stealthily, although there's some parts that are almost impossible to do it because you you know well, you opening the, the door do- opening the door takes too long. We make noise and you draw attention. You have to kill the dog. Which dog? That uh, Abby's dog. Oh, the one. Yeah, yeah. That one's you're scripted. Forced. It's scripted. Yeah, you're forced to kill because they attack you no matter what. It's like a mini cutscene kind of thing in a way. Yeah. But when people say, like, oh, you weren't, f- no one forced you to kill the Seraphite, no one forced you to kill the WLF character. Like, I feel like that's true, and then sometimes it's not true, because you can't advance into certain sections without you having to, like, move this thing that's blocking the door very slowly, and you're making all this noise. Aren't, so they, so, aren't some sections blocked? Without killing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to make noise to, and then they'll come interrupt you in the when you're lifting like a file cabinet out of the way or something, right? Okay. So you are forced to. There's you cannot do this. Like this is a Metal Gear where you can just have like a non lethal playthrough. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. But like some people would argue, like, oh, you didn't have to kill all those people that like, you chose to as Ellie to kill those people.
1: Yeah, that's the that's my that's the thing. Like, why am I forced to kill all these people, but not that one fucking person?
0: I see it as growth. I know we, or this is the big thing we're not going to agree on. Yeah. And again, we don't have to agree on everything. I I I feel like I'm I, I feel like I'm much more not simping, but much more uh like
1: apologist apologist so about this game. since we're at odds with this, do you think that last portion should have been a a choice where you decide to No,
0: play? I don't like that and cuz then I mean even if they did that, like we would still have like only one canon ending to the game, I think. Uh-huh. Where like, I hate, I don't like when games do that where it's like, oh, you have a choice, but then only one of them actually is considered the real one. So, like, why even have the choice that if it's not going to continue on? And if they were going to do a sequel, they would have to deal with the repercussions of you having a choice.
1: No, like, she just could have got on her boat and we never see her again. So, I don't think whatever choice, not
0: if they bring her back or something,
1: they don't have to bring her back. So, it, it only matters if they, if she comes back
0: and i guess i don't know i feel like it's kind of limiting if they
1: make it a choice it's just on the person and you're like hey you fucking decided don't tell us like it was a bad decision to kill her off like you were the one where you continue the cycle of violence or you didn't
0: you don't think like in the future game like they would reference back to that like ellie is like oh yeah remember that time i like wait did i kill abby like she can misremember like she remembers it incorrectly just so like you can have both endings well
1: do i even want to play with abby she's already gone through her ptsd no no no. Wait, well, did i, say abby? No, I'm, I mean, Ellie. ellie do uh-huh. i even want to play as ellie when she's gone through her ptsd and now i'm gonna kill a fuckload of more people in the third game like is ellie palatable
0: anymore i feel like we've gotten as far as we can with ellie
1: yeah, so then they're forcing us to play with who? Like, who are we gonna get attached to if not Abby?
0: I would. I would like a game as Dina. That would be fun. I think. Dina's like not a killer. She's been know, in Jackson she, for. That's not true though. She did help. There's parts parts of the game where she's out there like stealthy with stealthing with you, and she is like killing clickers. Like remember, she is a killer because she has to do the patrols. It's like basic post apocalyptic activity like you gotta go on your base survival
1: but ellie had to go through this like i'm just a killer in general yeah because she kills like she's gone out of her way to kill people unaffected like dina goes dogs (laughs) the thing is dina goes on patrols but she's pretty much interacting with like clickers people that are just gone you know Mm -hmm. and then ellie is like actually killing people that are still healthy and
0: you know let me ask you this and i think uh, i think this is like an interesting question i hope it's an interesting question do you think at this point do we still need clickers in the, in the story in the game? Yes. Really? Yeah. The most fun I had in the game was when I wasn't dealing with clickers, but when I was just dealing with regular people. I thought. I don't think there were enough interactions with clickers to begin with. You felt like there wasn't enough clickers in the game. Yeah.
1: When I talk about the lore and the infected, I feel like there should have been more variations of gameplay with the infected.
0: Would you want a game then where you only deal with clickers and or no? Okay, so you feel like you need we need to have both. Yeah, I want that balance. I feel at this point like if we're to continue to have another Last of Us game, like I feel like we don't really need the Clicker so much as like to be a part of the main like story or to really be there. I feel like we have kind of evolved past that point. Where like I'm more interested in the human interactions than I am just about the clickers. It's kind of like with the Walking Dead, where a lot of people are like,
1: "That's why I don't like the Walking Dead."
0: Like we care more about the like, human interactions, where the zombies are kind of just like in the background, kind of. Thing. I don't like that at all really Mm-mm. okay i guess agree to disagree then. but talking about how like about the future of the game what do you think i have one of your last bullet points up here is dina left i didn't care not really
1: like when <laughs> i first left i didn't when care.
0: i did when i played the game of the i don't know
1: if i'm playing a second time but the first playthrough i was like this fucking girl just left me like i went through all this hard shit and she just fucking left the house That's I think that's the initial reaction for most people, if not everybody. But I mean it's not like she
0: didn't do it out of nowhere. She warned like when Ellie tried to sneak out in the middle of the night, like 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 don't do this, like don't like you don't have to come back to bed, like.
1: Yeah, but then I asked myself another question, which was so when you're playing as as Ellie trying to avenge Joel, you're not really dating Dina. Like you kissed Dina once, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of implied that, like, they're together. And that's why Dina goes with Ellie. But it could it could have just been like, hey, they're really close. They're homies. That's why
0: I'm going to go help my homie, right? But they're not. I, I I didn't think they were, like, I thought she went along because, like, she's serious about her. Not because, like, oh, I'm going to go with you because you're my friend. Because, like, mm. like, if you're going to risk your life on something that might be a potentially dangerous mission, it's not because, oh, you're just my friend. I think it's because, like, no, like, I want to make sure you get to see this through that you're alive at the end. Because, like, I deeply care about you. I think to an extent that's more like Jesse. Jesse's more like the friend where, like, where he says, he uses that line that Joel uses a line. where the, like, you thought I'd let you do this alone? Mm-hmm. Right? And, like, Jesse seems more, like, kind of like the, he's like Ellie in the sense that he's, I have the same experience, kind of. I'm dangerous. Like, I'm, a you know, I'm out there, you know, risking my life, too, like, back home where Dina seems more subdued in the sense where she's, like you said, you even said it like, oh yeah, just basic clickers is what she takes on really. Yeah. So Dina not like a warrior. Like I'm going out, like I'm going to, she's not going to like help her in the same way where I'm. Where Dina is going to be the the Robin to the, to her Batman. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. more like, I'm here for like emotional support. I'm here for like to keep you grounded. I'm more like, well, the other part of it is
1: imagine Dina doesn't go with Ellie, right? She's not part of that whole story, but Jesse had a baby with Dina. Right. So do you think it was really Abby? I mean, Ellie's responsibility to take care of that baby when the relationship was between Jesse and Dina. So if no. Dina wasn't part of that mission, would would Ellie suddenly come back to Jackson and be like, Hey, let's go get a house together and we're going to take no, care No, I don't, care. don't
0: think so. Right. Not so, if she hadn't gone with it. If she had stayed behind, I don't think she would come back and just continued where she left off.
1: Yeah. So it. then I also mentioned, uh, Can Dina really guilt guilt Abby for avenging her, you know, father and then leaving Ellie because of it? Because uh, as Ellie is as Dina also saying, like, hey, I never really I was just like I had a fling with you. And my my connection with the baby is just with Jesse. Like, why do I have to put that burden on on Ellie to take care of this kid?
0: I saw it as Ellie wants to have a life with Dina and kind of like the whole step parent thing was like well you know we're a package deal if you're gonna be with me then you know you're gonna help me out with this baby all right ladies and gentlemen if you've managed to stick with us so far if you managed to stick with us so far we appreciate it uh i'm not sure what we'll talk about next time but i think we're done with the well johnny you still want to revisit this right you still want to give your i'll think about it. I'll, I'll flesh out the story that i have Anything few... else you can probably just tack it on to something else we're talking about later like a 20 minute addendum yeah it's gonna be like something short all right that sounds good then. all right then thank you very much for listening and goodbye